Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now it's time for Around the Horn. I was just waiting for that message that said, I'm there, <laughs> and I just now see it. Uh, thank you, I'm here. For, for going ahead and, and playing the intro for Kevin. And uh, as we go around the horn, well, we don't have to go very far to go around the horn today. We only have to travel to uh, the great land of the Cowboys in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Um, I like your tweet. Is the ball really somewhere now that Caden Wallace hit in Colorado Springs, Colorado? Uh, yeah, I did get the alert from NASA that it was picked up going over NORAD. That's the North American radar, American defense system, whatever it may be. I'm joking there. But, yeah, uh, that ball traveled 450 feet because that's 375. I haven't seen too many balls hit over that concourse, whether it be in batting practice, games throughout the year. And that's talking to people that have been to Oklahoma State, and I've been to a couple of games there. That ball was torched. And the one he hit, um, his, his next A.B., uh, well, his second home run, was maybe just as impressive because it got off the bat and went over the bullpen back there. So that's not an easy part to get two out of. So he made his mark today. It's 13 home runs for the year. He's one off his pace from last year. It looks like he, you know, it's seven home runs his last eight games. I think he's going to get there. I think he had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Baseball America re released their mock draft 4.0 today, and they just had the first round up there. Caden was nowhere to be seen, and now he says, um, y'all better take another look at that. Hmm. <laughs> um, well, speaking of chip on their shoulder, I think the entire team had a chip on their shoulder I did notice, I think it was Brady Slavens that went into the dugout uh, after scoring a run off of a base hit, and it looked like the entire team encircled him, and they started kind of jumping up and down. Kevin, I haven't seen that kind of enthusiasm from this team since, oh, I don't know when. Yeah. I mean, that, you, that looked like a totally different Razorback team. In fact, if you listen uh, to Bubba Carpenter, who, oh, by the way, we'll have at the bottom of the hour, he will join us from Stillwater. But uh, Bubba kept saying, that's Razorback baseball. That's Razorback baseball. That looked like Razorback baseball today. It did, and you could tell early on that they had the energy, they had the intensity that we have been talking about that was missing. And from the get-go, Caden hits the home run, and then they had a big second inning. Uh, they scored runs without hitting the long ball. I think they had four hits that inning and four runs without hitting the long ball, which is something we haven't seen over the past three weeks. So that was one thing. Michael Turner had the game everybody thought he would have after all the controversy that happened after last week, and we don't need to get into that. But he showed that he's more than just a rental player. He is uh, – he, he replaced the El, El Capitan. He replaced the captain – and he had big shoes to fill. Well, he filled them today, you know, three for three, three RBIs, uh, strike them out, throw them out. That really got Connor Nolan out of a sticky situation early. 
So I think from here on, it's like Coach Van Horn said, it's not about the other team. It's about us. It's about what we can control and what we have moving forward. Connor Nolan showed the form that he had in the early part of the SEC play. He was really good. I don't think he was great, but he did just enough. And, and Marshall Denton is here with me, the former Razorback baseball player from BB, and he can attest to this. Anytime you're a pitcher that can go out there with a little bit of a lead, you got a little bit extra confidence. You got a little bit of a swagger about yourself that you might not have if you're down a run or two or it's a a zero zero ball game. So that went a long way and not taxing that bullpen. Cole Raymond's had two clean innings, which was really big. So uh sets up really well for tomorrow and hopefully they get to the point to where they keep playing like this. Well, we mentioned it earlier in the program and uh I think the fact that they played somebody that was not an SEC team, uh yeah. guys that maybe didn't have Connor Nolan scouted as well. They did right. swing at some pitches that broke out of the strike zone. We saw less yep. and less of that in SEC games. So I think that's a big factor, and I, I think it's still going to be a big factor tomorrow. Uh, the strike zone doesn't have to improve or be enlarged if your pitchers are throwing pitches that look like strikes and the hitters swing at them even when they break out of the strike zone, which has not been the case as much lately in the SEC. That's exactly right, and you saw it on our end as well, on the Razorbacks side of things, on offense as well, the Avita kid for Grand Canyon, yeah. he's a good pitcher. Yeah. So he had a lot of run on his fastball, and I'm not taking anything away from the WAC teams or Stanford, any of the teams he pitched against. But with that run on that fastball, if it's 89-91 with that arm side run, that's going to get a lot of swing and miss and roll over ground balls from, from left-handed batters. You're going to get a lot of you know jam jobs on inside corner from right-handed hitters. Arkansas stayed off of those pitches today for the most part. He walked three. He didn't even get through two innings. And that was the big thing. They, they ran pitch counts up. Caden Wallace had a major league baseball at bat when he got hit to drive in his second run of the game. So it was just an all-around team effort to where they look like a team, and that's what they have to keep doing moving forward. Kevin, have you ever seen a situation where not one but two line shots off of the pitcher the first one i'm not sure that connor even initially knew where the ball was once it glanced off of him but then he recovered and made an acrobatic i mean that that maybe is as good of defensive play regardless of position as you'll see because of the runner that was going to first base but have you ever seen a situation like that before, not once, but twice, where your pitcher is nailed with a line drive. Yeah, not in the same inning, same game, yeah, it happens, but that just goes to show that pitchers are athletes too, and uh, Blaine Kinsley's done a heck of a job as a strength and conditioning guy for the Razorbacks and that baseball team, so, and Connor, being a quarterback and, you know, having that quarterback mindset, he played behind a Chad Morris line, you know, for a couple of years. So he was used to it by that point, and he just bounced back, ready to go. Short-term memory at that point. Wow. You're full of it today line. now. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the zingers left and right. Um, what is the difference? Is, is it confidence? Is it uh, the success that one may have? that leads to success by another, but talk about the two-out hits 
that Arkansas got uh, in that big fourth inning, um, second inning, I'm sorry, in that four-run second inning that really opened things up for Arkansas, something that's been lacking greatly lately. Yeah, and you hear a lot of time in baseball games, and the, the two of you, y'all have been around ball, and it's where it's softball, baseball, athletics, a long time. And you, you've been around games where it's say it just takes one. You're one pitch away. You're, you're always one pitch away from getting out of an inning, and you're one pitch away from having a rally going. And I, we saw it today in, in our game over here in Memphis in our showcase event that we're playing in. We scored three runs with two outs. And it was kind of the same situation the Razorbacks went through today, and it's just about the next pitch. A lot of times it's really easy to look on to, okay, well, if we beat Grand Canyon, we might get a chance at Oklahoma State, or we might get a chance to, at revenge against Missouri State. I think Coach Van Horn and, and Coach Thompson, they, they talked to their guys, and Coach Hobbs at that point as well, just talked about the next pitch. Let's simplify things a little bit. Let's make it just the next pitch. What can we do to get better and put ourselves in a situation to get better on the next pitch? And you saw a lot of that today. You didn't see a lot of pressing. Even, you know, rough first, you know, first inning outside of Caden's home run. How many times this year have, have we seen as the media that you get strikeout, strikeout, rollover ground ball? Not today. Caden Wallace was in the three-hole. It was strikeout, strikeout, missile to left field. And that, that's just one of those things that you're only one pitch away from being ahead in the ball game. And they live by that thing, uh, mantra today, and I, I hope they keep living by it for the rest of the tournament. One thing that also when you are not playing well, all facets of the game struggled. But I thought one thing that was almost necessary to go hand-in-hand, hand, Kevin, with a, a Arkansas win today was Arkansas's defense had to play clean. And I thought right. they played extremely clean today, something that, uh, again, had been lacking as of late. Yeah, when you're going against a team that's hitting 309 in, in, for the season, and the, the Aguilar kid, he hit his 21st home run. But as we know with Blaine Knight, uh, when Blaine Knight was on the mound, we said it was death taxes and Blaine Knight giving up a solo home run. And solo jobs don't beat you very much. And that, yeah, Connor gave up one today, but it wasn't a big deal because they played defense. The tag by Robert Moore on the strike him out, throw him out, I believe it was in the, the third inning right there, uh, was second something inning. else. Second inning. It was the second inning right there, bottom of the second inning. That was something else. Uh, you don't see that play by an everyday middle infielder in college baseball. That's taking the reps. That's making the play from a lot of different angles. That's why they work on these type of things. And my, it, that's not an easy pitch for Michael Turner to get a, a throw off on. That ball had arm side run down and in on a right-handed batter, and he was able to get his feet in position. It's the small things. We've talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's the small things like that that puts yourself in a situation to win. And they did it today, and the defense looked really good. The only, I'm really a little bit of perfectionist when it comes to baseball, and that's the bad thing to be. But I thought that Zach Gregory could have caught the ball early in the game <laughs> when he it was slipped, hit right to him. Yeah, he, he slipped. slipped. He yeah, slipped. you know, yeah. Uh, he slipped. But 
Um, <laughs> you know, but and it didn't outside cost of that, him. I thought, it, yeah, it didn't cost him. I thought it was a, a great, clean game. And uh, Coach Josh Allison from Valley View, after they lost to Lone Oak, he said, guys, you're playing good offense. If we learn to play catch a little bit, play clean baseball, we're going to win. That's what Arkansas did today. You know, you think about that first inning. It could have been a one, two, three inning, but it might have been um, yeah. for Arkansas. They got two on and two out. In recent games, Arkansas has given up some runs in that situation. Connor Nolan got out that, of it, and that kind of set the tone, don't you think? That, that's right, because you get a flare, and that Zach Morris, you see that a lot for him you know, throughout this season and maybe some of last season that you get a couple strikes on a guy and then a guy throws his bat out there and gets a flare. Uh, but it just all seemed to be going right for the Razorbacks today to where they bowed their neck up. They did not back down from it, and they stepped up. And I think that's the reason they went with Connor Nolan in game one because he's been their Friday night guy. He's been their ace all year on the mound as far as the starting pitcher is concerned. And they needed that experience. They needed that guy that was going to go out there and not be afraid to keep attacking. You're attacking a lineup that's hit 70-plus home runs and hit over 300. They're the ninth-best offense in the nation. They won 40-plus games and beat some top-10 teams. So they're not afraid to swing the bat. He kept attacking them, and that's what a veteran pitcher does. Talking about another key play, I thought early in the game, this was back in the, I believe, fourth inning, uh, maybe it was the fifth inning. Uh, but the batter for um, Grand Canyon hits the ball down the third base line. He's going to stretch it in or try to stretch it into two. And talking about Eric Gregory, charged the ball, came up with a great throw at second base, the tag put on by Robert Moore. And to me, that kind of broke their back. Uh, at least I thought that. And it was a great momentum switch again for Arkansas. Is That seems to be a play that Arkansas hadn't been able to execute. But in this case, was able to execute and uh, was able to get out of the inning and without any damage. So, again, it was, the, it was sometimes the little plays, sometimes it was the big plays, but it was Arkansas making the plays at the right time. Uh, Speaking of Ramage, uh, Arkansas did not have to go into its bullpen beyond Cole Ramage. How big was that for Arkansas, Kevin? Uh, We were talking about it after the game, and it it gives them the opportunity to be flexible in game two. So if they – and I don't know. We had just gotten back to the hotel here, so I don't know if they've named a starter yet. No, they they can Okay, they can go with Hagen Smith if it's Hagen Smith of – First half of the conference season at home, the Razorbacks are going to be in a good situation. If it's not and they have to go to option B or option C, that gives that affords them that opportunity right there because at this point only one pitcher is burned in my eyes, and that's Connor Nolan. So even I, I believe even Cole Ramage after 30 pitches, he didn't labor a whole lot today. Uh, you know, he had clean it. He gave up two you know singles right there. So he didn't have, a, you know, he didn't really have to labor a whole lot. He just went out there and did his job, and he may can come in for an inning or two. So that allows them to have uh, their holster full and that have every bullet in, in their gun ready to go. So I wouldn't be surprised if you know if they go with Hagen Smith, they ride him until they can't, 
and then they turned over to the guys at the back end that have been so solid all year long, like Evan Taylor and uh, Brady Tiger. Who do you like in the game between Missouri State and Oklahoma State? Yeah, I think Missouri State has been playing with house money the past two weeks. Uh, they weren't projected to get there, uh, so they're here now. And traditionally, they've always been a good ball club, and they've played really well at this time of the year. We, we've seen it, you know, the last, especially the last six years uh, with their little series against Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas actually has a losing record in the postseason against Missouri State. Mm -hmm. That was a, a fact I saw today. Um, I think from Tom Murphy, but that's kind of... It's only like three and four. It's not terrible. Yeah, I know. Still, it's that's a Missouri Valley team. You shouldn't have a losing record to a Missouri Valley team. No offense to Missouri Valley. And NASA. Yeah, in NASA. That's right. So, you know, they... I like Oklahoma State, and I'm not just saying that because I got a kid that used to play for them, Marcus Brown, but they just... They have the grit, and they've adopted... Coach Holiday's way of thinking that they're going to go out there and do whatever they can to win a ball game. They're very disciplined. They're, they're deep on the mound. And they got some guys that can absolutely swing it from both sides of the plate. So they're going to have the home crowd. Uh, O'Brake Stadium is going to be rocking here in about 36 minutes, and it, it's going to be really good. Actually, it should be rocking now. Didn't they? Start? Yeah, it should be starting right now. Yeah, six o'clock. Yes, game, yeah. that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, for what it's worth, Tennessee is only leading Alabama State two to nothing. Two to nothing. Yeah, in the fifth inning. What's that? Oh, in the Bottom fifth, the inning, fifth I inning. I was going to say, is that in the yeah. first inning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, that, well, they did, yeah, they did score in the bottom of the first or hmm. second. Yeah. But uh, Tennessee's got a little bit of uh, adversity that they're dealing with right now. Evan Russell, uh, if anybody doesn't know, was announced before the game that he would be unavailable for tonight's game. And Tony Vitello would address that after the game. Uh, a lot of rumors flying around, but we'll, we'll hear from Coach Patel after the game if, if uh, their captain will be available for the rest of the tournament or not. Wow. Hmm. And we don't know any we don't know any of the details? No, we'll they, they did not they did game, not huh? say yeah, they did not say injury. They did not say suspension. They said he would be unavailable and it would be addressed after the game. That that oh. was the the press release from the athletic department. Goodness. Wow. Well, okay. And uh, they are threatening right now. As we yeah, speak. runners at first and third, no outs in the bottom of the fifth. It's a, They're about to blow it open here. The, the guy from Alabama State, he, he's thrown really well, kept him off balance. And for a you know, Tennessee lineup, that, that's hard to do. And he's, he's definitely done it so far. So the Alabama State pitcher, he, they've gotten all they can out of him. I think uh, Tennessee is about to unload here in just a second. He's got a major league hook. I know that. Yeah, uh, no doubt. <laughs> he has been snapping yeah. that off big time. Um, you mentioned earlier and kind of in passing on the uh, rental player, uh, yeah. Michael Turner. How big was that for Michael, though, today? I mean, he went three for four on the day, three RBIs, and maybe his best at bat of the entire season and it amounted oh, to a infield single, but he did something that other teams have done to Arkansas, and you know, let's pick on Connor Nolan in particular. But they, the opponent just throws the bat out there, and this is really against the shift, and is able to get an RBI or a base hit when 
if he swings away, obviously they're going to knock it right into the teeth of that shift or that uh, of the defense. But that at bat today by Michael Turner, I thought was as an impressive bit of hitting as I've seen Michael all season long. Yeah, and that's what you get from veteran hitters, and you can tell in that at bat. He, he spoiled the pitches that he needed to just to stay alive because at that point, and I've always preached to our hitters, don't leave it up to him. And, I'm, and that means two things. Don't leave it up to the pitcher and don't leave it up to the umpire. Don't leave it up to him behind the plate. So great at bat. Uh, he came out and did what he needed to do today as a senior. And I bet he gets on a roll right here and he they're going to ride him through the rest of this regional, I bet. All right, Kevin, good luck in your showcase over in Memphis. We will talk with you next week. That is Kevin Bohannon around the horn. Thanks again to Stanley Wood dealerships.